Welcome to this week's Wrestle This Podcast with Rich Montavo and Heather, Miss Honey in the Bank, and the Empress of Belts, who is not here this week. This is one of our off pay-per-view weeks where we do a quick list of just the general items going on in uh, the world of the WWE, as well as kind of the general uh, wrestling uh, kind of landscape. Uh, this week... Uh, number one would have to be John Moxley. Uh, he went over to New Japan and fought for fought for their U.S. Uh, championship belt and did an amazing job against Juice Robinson and put on a New Japan type match with his own flair um, for the hardcore that he was known for in uh, CZW. And uh, it's great to see him this way. It's great to see him. Uh, kind of unshielded, not with that kind of a burden that he had before of being a character that just wasn't him. If you listen to the shoot interviews he's had with Chris Jericho as well as um, over with Wade Keller, um, you can see a man who's tried his best to put ideas out there and just had hit brick walls over and over again, whether it was with the creative staff, upper management, or uh, specifically with uh, Brock. There was a story that went into their match at WrestleMania where Dean kept on throwing ideas towards Brock and just hit this brick wall of um, just Brock not wanting to participate, basically. Him feeling that he was doing a favor for uh, for Dean. And uh, I don't know. It, it's was a messed up situation but right now he is at the top of his game and it is great to see him kind of be given a canvas to write his kind of own um just tableau of who he is as a character as a wrestler just as a person in general there's a lot of assumptions we've all made over the last few years um, seeing that product come out of him and whether it was him whether he was the one who couldn't uh, kind of bring things to to fruition and make the stories work or whether it was them and as we can see it sounds like it was pretty much them and it's great to to see him uh, be given a chance next up we have stephanie's weird message uh regarding to brock regarding the money in a bank and his disrespect of the wwe it was a very weird kind of storyline thing that they did they made it seem like it was a real call to action that they were doing. But when it came down to it, it was just a storyline thing to get Brock back on there. And I guess he was being forced to uh, to use uh, the money in the bag to cash it in. But it doesn't make sense. Why? I don't know. Why make that video? Why? How is it him doing anything wrong when he's literally using the gimmick of money in the bank to terrorize that's the way it's supposed to be especially if you're a heel um you're supposed to loom in the background i'm not happy i wish it was anyone but brock but this is the way it is we have brock and he's the the money in the bank winner and he's doing whatever he wants it it, it was funny with the the brock party and everything but i hope it actually goes somewhere this is kind of weird um I'll go to number three. It's Brock as well. It's him looming in the background of Suplex Fest, of me not just wanting this. They're going with someone who doesn't deserve to be out there. It doesn't deserve to. He's a part-time person, and yeah, it's a gimmick match or whatever, but I don't know. It's just getting tired, basically. Um, but this is all to kind of move towards uh, the showdown. It was a... It was towards the end of Raw where 
Seth, it was at the end of his match when suddenly Brock came out of nowhere and kind of was acting as if he was going to cash in. He started beating up Seth without cashing in, just kind of going at it and taking it out just a lot of lot of violence on him, basically. Um, and then faking it and then shouting out of nowhere after uh, Seth was being carted off after uh, just being pummeled by uh, Brock. He kind of yelled that uh, he was going to cash it in at Super Showdown. So I guess this is a pre kind of threat of doing it. We'll see where it goes or if it's just going to be another fake. I, it feels very much so that this is just going to be an ongoing thing. And like I said, I wish it was anyone else but Brock. But this is exactly, I don't know. It's not the money in the bank holder we wanted. But it's probably the one that we deserve. Or at least the one that Vince thinks we deserve. Anyways, uh, next up, number four, we have the overuse of the cross-brand uh, wild car thing. Really, they're, they're, it, they're really watering down things by having everyone on every show because there's you don't know who's who, who's supposed to be on what side, who... When Alexa makes fun of SmackDown, is she SmackDown? Oh, no, she's Raw. Wait, it's very confusing in those ways, and it's also... Focusing on the same, it's the same problem they had in the past of just focusing on the same storylines over and over again, but now they're doing it on two shows back to back. So now you have, say, uh, I don't know, Shane versus Shane's like a situation with everyone and him doing it on both shows. It, it just feels like a rehash. It's just really, I don't know, it, it's weak. It, it's nothing new. It's nothing to actually explore. No. There's so much talent on both sides. Why exactly do you have to focus on the same, I don't know, eight eight people or so? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. There, there's so much money they're leaving on the table when it comes to exactly what product they can put out there and the amazing matches. I'm not saying there aren't amazing matches because there's just fantastic... Everyone's putting it online. You can see it out there. The, the people who are enjoying this and still... I don't know. I, they're they're doing the best with what they have and still putting on those matches. But at the same time, the storylines they're just getting so dang tired. Uh, next up, we have Kofi over in Ghana. There was a video towards uh, the beginning of the show, kind of showing him with his family over there. And he talked when once he came out, he talked about how great it was to see them all for the first time in a very long time. Sounded like it was twenty five plus years. Um, how great it was to hug his grandmother for the first time in that long and just the feeling of probably coming back as a, a hometown hero. Um, I, without a doubt, this is something that is so positive to see. It's great to see a role model like him still getting uh, that focus. I'm glad that they have not let up. Granted, it was... Yeah, a little messed up with the tag team match with him and Kevin. It just seemed so weak. And then the whole Dolph, Dolph thing, they're, they're really throwing someone so weak at him. But at the same time, they do have history. And this could be a great match. Um, Dolph does put in always a great effort. But he is pulling the same sorry, it should have been me type crap. I'm sorry, I almost sang that like in sync. Anyways, um... I am happy to see Kofi still getting that spotlight, but when it comes to Dolph, it's just a rehash per as usual. He's just a broken record, sometimes literally. Thankfully, I think they took that out of his uh, his entrance. But uh, anyways, 
Next up, number six, we have replays for days. There are just way too many replays when it comes to um, just use SmackDown, for example. There's everything that happened on Raw. Um, there's everything that's going on towards the, the showdown, the super showdown. There is also just replays from earlier in the show. A lot of times it'll be towards the second hour of the show and they'll start showing replays when I'm first. I know, I understand that people tune in kind of late to shows and it's always good to kind of catch them up, but it is crazy. It's so overdone. It, there's no reason. There's just a finite time that they have on these shows and they seem to be focusing on the wrong things, whether it's using the same people over and over again for each, for each show or this replay situation of us seeing the same dang thing when all we really want is just more wrestling. Why have to? Why do we have to re-see what we just did? And maybe the first time, and usually, to be honest with you, it's wasn't great to begin with. So we're re-watching kind of trash that we've already been through. And I'm sorry if that comes off a little rough, but it's just it's getting tiring now. Anyways, next up for number seven, we have Bray's Therapy Corner. Uh, this week on his Fire House uh, Firefly Funhouse, he. Seem to be go a little deeper. Um, and granted, this whole thing has been kind of uh, steps into his psyche, his different characters over the years. This one was the Husky Harris character and uh, the character of Huskus, who was a pig in basically uh, covered covered in chocolate. Hopefully, it was just a lot a lot of brown there, but uh, it was just that that chubby wrestler he was when he first entered. NXT and probably this was a lot of uh, the kind of things that the, the imagery I guess used um, kind of showed the kind of criticism like instantly Vince coming out as that devil puppet which was amazing I am so surprised he was able to get away with that but Vince coming out and you knowing that Vince is known for wanting that beef wanting not chubby beef he wants beef as in muscle and if you're not a muscled man or a, even if you're short, like if you don't fit the mold that Vince wants, you will be ridiculed. And in this way is I believe that devil character was kind of showing some of that side. And it was a kind of an interesting look at uh, just Bray, like I said, a psyche. Uh, and then there was the muscle man dance. Uh, I don't know. I sat there when I first watched it kind of shocked kind of I don't know whether this is funny or not I watched it again and then the third time it hit and I enjoy it I, it's goofy it is so different than everything else on that show and I it's also different from what Bray has been from what Bray's been in the the funhouse period up to this point it just seems like very much so a we're traveling with him as we get to a point where I, I personally don't know where it's going, but I'm excited to to let him take me there. And there's going to be some misses, there's going to be some hits. I think this week was a hit, and that shirt was amazing, the Wyatt's Gym. I am looking forward to getting a my own my very own from uh, the WWE shop ASAP. Uh, next up, number eight, we have Becky's Ambulance uh, ride with uh, Seth. It was after the show, they kind of cut to that. She went out into the parking lot and joined him. 
And it seemed very weird. Um, I don't believe real relationships should be part of the show unless it's inevitable, uh, say, with uh, marriages and things like that. And if it's used to to good point, I don't believe you have to be side by side constantly, even if you are married. Uh, take the Usos, for example, the times that they're with not hooked up with Naomi. It is always so much fun to see them together. And it's not a forced thing ever. It is them being themselves together. And it's just a lot of fun. The Glow Penitentiary together is um, great to see. But with this, with Becky, um, her kind of getting in that ambulance is just... It, what happens if they break up? What I, I don't know. This shouldn't be part of the story. It should have been just stuff going in there, get being carted off, done. Um, anyway, it, I know it's nitpicking, but that's just something that, that stood out to me. Uh, next up, we have number nine, Our truth and the 24-7 belt. This is, I thought it was a kind of gimmick win at the beginning. It was funny uh, when he had the ref in the back of the car um, when he had first won the 24-7 belt. Um, and then all the different situations of Carmella and the kind of Three Stooges, Benny Hill type running around that he was doing since then. Um, it seems so goofy, but at the same time, it's it's working. It, it's so much fun. This week, found him losing the belt at a on a golfing range, and that was like an online clip that WWE had uh, thrown out there. Uh, it was to Jinder uh, Mahal. And then uh, he also was forced to go into a lumberjack match and had pretty much uh, a lot of the, the roster out there surrounding the the ring. And they were not allowed to jump in with him and Elias. Um, they wrestled. And once Elias won, he everyone kind of jumped in. And it was just a free-for-all. And Elias imag- um, managed to actually get out of the ring. And he ended up being face-to-face with Truth out there. And they ended up going under the ring together. And Truth ended up coming out the winner. Uh, That was a great little kind of gimmick or whatever. It was just really fun to to see them go under there. And Truth to come back up and actually still be the winner. And I'm hoping that they continue with this inventiveness. And give a lot more people um, focus at the same time. They are... Truth can be around for a while, winning it every now and again. But I, I want to see other folks get that belt because, especially like Drake, like Drake's putting a uh, Drake Madri- Maverick uh, has been been putting in a lot of effort, and I, I want to see guys like that kind of getting um, their hands on the belt. Poor Drake, uh, constantly sending out Twitter photos of a uh, Truth asking where he's at and. Hopefully, uh, we see a lot of people kind of uh, interact with it that way, not kind of shunning it like uh, Roman did earlier. He kind of looked at that belt that it wasn't something he wanted. It was last week, I believe, he did that with Truth. Um, anyways, uh, last but not least, number 10, we have Goldberg versus Undertaker. They finally kind of built up to this Friday's show, which um, I... I have no idea if I'll be watching. I'll probably be watching it after. Um, It's not something I'm super excited. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It is a rough situation of a show that they're putting on. Um, The way their women cannot uh, perform over there. Um, They're superstars. It should be superstars across the board. But this is the way it is. 
they are all about that mighty dollar and that is their focus but it was great to see goldberg versus undertaker they them being face to face it was two different worlds it happened on smackdown there's kind of the threat of it on um undertaker side on raw but uh that face to face was what was really great hearing Goldberg and him giving a, a great promo. Goldberg was in there doing his normal. He spent like a good 20 minutes getting to the ring. But uh, once he was there, he put just a very heartfelt message out there. Uh, just kind of ready to, to kick some butt to uh, take it out on an old man. I guess I think they're actually almost the same age. Uh, anyways, um, it was great to hear the gong happen while Goldberg was up there and uh, Taker end up right behind him and then uh, him disappear right afterwards. Uh, it's It'll probably be a fun match between the two of them. Uh, it's unfortunate that it has to be at that show, but this is what uh, they asked for um, and this is what they'll get. Um, that's it for this week, though. Um, it's It was an interesting week where... Uh, a lot of the, I don't know, excitement of wrestling came from outside of the WWE. There was really not much on those shows that were to be excited about when it came down to it. it there was, There is a rumbling in the air of, I don't know, a want of something other than WWE. And New Japan as well as AEW are... It seemed like they, they, they know this and they are capitalizing it, capitalizing on it with um, just putting great product out there, knowing what the fans want and providing that, not providing them what they want, but providing what the fan wants, providing a um, an experience that has their own. Like, I'm not saying that this is all about the fan, but at the same time, there there is just this great feeling of let's see where this goes. Um, but, uh, that's just me musing about, uh, how excited I am about watching wrestling. That isn't the WWE, um, for months to come. Uh, anyways, that is this week's wrestled is podcast. Uh, the quick list. Uh, thank you very much, as always, for tuning in. You can join us at WrestleThisPodcast.com, WrestleThis2 on Twitter, and WrestleThisPodcast on Facebook. You have a great week. Take care.